Traditional pay TV lost another 1.7 million subscribers in the US in the second quarter and is down over 20 million since 2019. But sports were supposed to be the anchor for cable TV. What happened? Listen on to find out more. This is End Screen Noise. My name is Colin Dixon, founder and chief analyst at End Screen Media, and today is August 18th, 2022. This week, we're going to look at why traditional pay TV subscriber losses in the US appear to be accelerating. And in particular, we're going to zero in on the impact of sports on that decline. Because uh, i got to tell you, sports were supposed to actually reduce the decline in traditional pay TV, and it really doesn't seem to be doing that. Uh, but before we get there, I want to let you know about a couple of features which you may have missed at the End Screen Media website. The first is that we added news, and you can find that on the main menu. Just click on the news tab, and you will find news across the entire industry. So there's news about all of the services you care about, SVOD and AVOD and fast services are all right there, and also about the platforms that we care about, including streaming media players and smart TVs. So it's all gathered there, gathered together there and refreshed on a daily basis. And the other feature, which is right next door to the news menu item, is called trackers. Here, I am curating a whole bunch of information on the industry for you in easily accessible form. So for example, you will find an, an item there which covers a summary of the US TV market in one page. You'll also find gathered together there all the latest information on companies like Netflix and Comcast and uh, Roku and others as well. So there's lots of information right there all right up to date. And while you're there, why don't you sign up for the end screen media newsletter that's available both daily and weekly. And of course, all of this stuff is available to you for free. Let's get back to our main topic now. So how did the second quarter treat the traditional pay TV providers? Well, it was not good, I can tell you. Cable, satellite and telco TV in the US lost 1.7 million subscribers from the previous quarter. And this performance is much worse than in Q2 2021 when the industry lost 1.3 million subscribers. Now, traditional providers now have just 70 million subscriptions in the US, down from 76 million one year ago and down from the high about in 2014, 2015 of 100 plus million subscriptions. And I've got to tell you, annual annual losses are now on track to beat last year's 5.5 million I'm actually expecting that it could exceed 6 million for the first time uh, in the entire 2022. And if losses remain that high, if they do deliver on that 5 or 6 million loss, which is, I think, almost certain, it will be the fourth year in a row that the industry has lost over 5 million subscribers in the US. So this really is a rapid decline now taking place in traditional pay TV. But it wasn't supposed to be this way because traditional pay TV thought they had a secret weapon. It was sports for many fans of football, basketball, baseball, soccer and hockey and 
many other sports as well, there was simply no alternative to pay TV if you wanted to watch your favorite team. You absolutely needed to have a subscription to cable. Uh, for, For example, for many years, I was forced to subscribe to Dish Network's premium tier to watch the Premier League. There was no alternative. Believe me, I would have jumped if I could. But it is only in recent years that I've been able to walk away from that. Uh, And perhaps we'll talk about that a little bit as we go through. Uh, And I have to say that there has been some big changes over the last couple of years. And I think for the casual sports fan, they really no longer need cable at all. And this is, I think, contributing to the acceleration in the losses that pay TV is experiencing because people are beginning to understand that they actually don't need traditional pay television to watch. There are many options that they can use to watch local games and some top out-of-market games. For example, football viewers, they could buy an antenna or if they've got an antenna, they could connect it up to their TV and they can watch their local games on NBC, CBS, ABC or Fox for free. They could subscribe to something like Fubo TV or YouTube TV, two of the top virtual MVPDs, and they can stream their games and they can save money by dropping the services when the season is over. Uh, some games can also be watched through Paramount Plus and ESPN Plus if you have a subscription to those because uh, uh, Disney and CBS have got restreaming rights to those local games. So if they, that's carried on your local provider, they can provide it also through those services. Uh, and Amazon Prime Video has locked up Thursday Night Football free to prime members for the next 10 years. So there really are plenty of options now for football fans and other sports fans to really enjoy their sports if they're a casual fan. And I have to say things are also changing for the ultra fans of football and soccer. Uh, and, And in fact, they now need streaming if they want to follow their sport. The NHL and MLB have offered access to out-of-market games via a streaming subscription for decades. But fans, you still needed to have a traditional pay TV subscription to watch local games. But things are changing. Major League Soccer used a similar formula for the distribution of its games as Major League Baseball and NHL, so you could get out-of-market games with a subscription through streaming and you could watch your local games on you you needed a, a pay tv subscription to watch your local games in market however that changes starting next season mls has struck a 10-year worldwide distribution deal with apple for 2.5 billion dollars Though the details for pricing have yet to be announced, Apple has said some games will be available for free, some will be available for free to Apple TV Plus subscribers, and all of the games will be available with a subscription to an MLS package. They have, of course, they haven't announced the pricing yet, uh, but that's how it's going to work. And get this, there are no local blackouts. So if you want to watch your local team through 
this MLS uh, license that Apple TV has, you will be able to do so uh, in your market without any problems. Traditional pay TV customers will still be able to watch some games. MLS is renegotiating those rights with providers, uh, even as we speak, uh, but only streamers will be able to watch them all. And, you know, whether you're a casual MLS fan or an ultra fan, you can do it all through streaming. But if you are an ultra fan, you can only get everything through streaming. So that is one huge change. As well, NFL ultra fans will likely need streaming next year when Sunday Ticket moves online. It looks like Apple is the winner in the bidding war for Sunday ticket rights. And so if you want to watch all the games on Sunday, you are going to need to be streaming and you'll need to need to subscribe to those through Apple. Once again, uh, we have no idea what the price will, will be. And in fact, it's not even confirmed by Apple or NFL that this deal is done. But it looks almost certain now that Sunday ticket is coming to streaming next starting next year. So when you look at all of this, you, t- you look at the, this um, all taken together, the future looks bleak for traditional pay TV, uh, particularly from the point of view of sports being that anchor for service. Professional sports leagues like the NFL are still banking on traditional TV as the primary distribution of their games. It has just struck a deal that basically seals up the rights through 2033. But those rights allow many options to avoid paying for cable TV if a user doesn't want to. So as sports become available more and more online and they become more options, it really does look like the pace of the loss of traditional pay TV subscribers is going to continue at the level that we're seeing it right now, five or six million a year uh, for the next several years. And if that happens, there will be more homes without traditional pay TV by the end of 2023 than with. So by the end of next year, we will see more homes without traditional pay TV than with it. And that will be the first time that has been the case in decades. Now, if you're thinking that virtual MVPDs are becoming a necessary for call cutters that want sports, well, that's somewhat true, but not completely true. Virtual MVPDs like YouTube TV and Fubo TV provide access to similar big bundles of TV channels as cable TV via the web. And while sports are undoubtedly a big reason why some cable cord cutters subscribe to them, many people are making the decision to live without the big bundle altogether. They don't need that at all. So traditional pay TV providers, for example, they've lost, as I said, 20 million subscribers since the beginning of 2019. Over the same period, the virtual MVPD providers have only added about a third as many customers. Uh, And right now, uh, there's something like 14 million virtual MVPD customers in the US today. So these trends 
really do seem to be set in stone now. The decline of the big bundle and more specifically the decline of traditional pay television seems to be accelerating here in the US and doesn't look to reverse any time soon. But you know, even today, despite the big declines in subscribers, U.S. consumers are spending a lot on traditional pay television. Uh, one of the things I love to do is I love to track home entertainment spending. And I sat down and calculated all the money that we spend on video entertainment uh, in U.S. homes last year uh, with, the, with the help of a lot of data from the Digital Entertainment Group. And I came up with $216 billion as the total value of that home video entertainment market in 2021. Well, of that, $89 billion went to traditional pay TV. That is a huge amount of money, particularly when you bear in mind only about $20 billion went to SVOD in the same year. Uh, but what that means is as traditional pay TV continues to rapidly decline, that 89 billion is rapidly going to dis redistribute, go through different channels, and you can bet that sports will be a key driver as that spending shifts. So uh, although the NFL is locked into a deal through 2033, I cannot imagine what the market for traditional television, and in particular traditional pay TV, will be like by then. It's liable to be a lot smaller than it is today. This has been Colin Dixon with Endscreen Media, and I'll talk with you again next time. This podcast is a production of Endscreen Media, all rights reserved.